boy is eating. The boy is Your name? What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. Hey everyone, you are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Ian Kennedy. And I'm Paige Sutherland. And today we're going to be talking all about tongue twisters. And tongue twisters are basically specific words or phrases. When we put them together, they're really difficult to say. In Spanish, we might call them trabalenguas. And so often these are similar words which like follow one another, but they can have different syllables. They can have alliteration, which means you use the same letter for all the words to create a certain sound. And so in general, these are pretty difficult because of the pronunciation that we have to do for these. So while they're really fun to look at and practice, they're also great for us to improve our pronunciation, to prepare ourselves to be talking a lot. So Paige and I thought this would be very important to talk about today and fun as well. So. Listeners, as always, if you get lost, go online and check out that audio guide and transcript at www.dynamicenglish.cl. So, Paige, tongue twisters, these are fun and kind of wacky parts of English. They exist in all languages, but there's some certain ones that from childhood you start learning and kind of use as you grow up. So, uh, what are your experience with tongue twisters yourself? Yeah, I definitely think... I remember them mostly in kind of the playground where you would kind of challenge, you know, kids to say it and who could say it faster and who could say it without messing up. And a lot of these, you're you're built to fail. A lot of them are very hard to say because, as you said, they're alliteration, so they're very similar sounds right after each other. And it used to be a fun game of just, you know, who could say it the fastest without messing up. And kind of the mess-ups were the best part because people would say some funny stuff. And I haven't done it in years, so it would be interesting for me to try to say them. I hope that I could do it successfully. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be a good challenge for us today. So just looking at some of these classic ones, these ones are definitely ones that I remember doing very often as a child. This first one I will I will attempt to say is Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. A peck of pickled peppers Peter Piper picked. If Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers, where's the peck of pickled peppers Peter Piper picked? All right. That sounded pretty good. Woo! I did. I was like sweating. I was like a little Not nervous. Not bad for the first one. <laughs> a lot of P's in there, right? That's that alliteration we're talking about, repeating that same letter for all the words. So this is a really common theme in the ones we're going to be reading today. But good job. You kicked it off in a good way. Ooh. All right. Well, I will say like as a child, the goal was to say it as fast as you could. So you'd have to be like, Peter Piper picked a peck of peckled peppers, a peck of... And you'd have to like just keep saying it so you're bound to to mess up exactly and just so our listeners know these tongue twisters often don't make sense they're just trying to put words that sound very similar together in a sentence so you're like who's peter piper what's up with these pickles (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a good point to make it's more just for pronunciation practice or for the words there's not much meaning to a lot of these 
<laughs> well, good. Well, okay, you kicked it off great. So I think now it's my turn to attempt one. And another one that I think is a classic one is the classic woodchuck tongue twister. So, mm-hmm. all right, I'll give it a whirl. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? He would chuck, he would, as much as he could, and chuck as much wood as a woodchuck would if a woodchuck could chuck wood. Woo! Woo. Nice. Crushing okay. it. Okay, not easy. But again, we see that. <laughs> full concentration. Of the W's and the C's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Full concentration in reading these. That's true. And by the end of today, we're going to have to attempt some very quickly, yeah. very fast, like you mentioned before. So we'll start warming up. And by the end, hopefully we can read them off pretty rapid fire. <laughs> hey, Ian, did you know besides the podcast, Dynamic English offers one-on-one classes with native teachers from all over the world? Really? But isn't it just a bunch of grammar lessons? Nope. It's completely discussion-based and focuses on topics the student is interested in. That's amazing. But what if I'm not living in Chile? No problem. Dynamic does online classes. You can be living anywhere. Great. But I'm a little intimidated to take the class alone. Can I join with a friend? Of course. Dynamic offers group classes of up to four. Plus, for the next month, Coffee of Gringo's listeners get 10% off individual or group classes. So go online to www.dynamicenglish.cl and Mention that you are a listener and get your discount. Well, I'm sold. Sign me up. Yeah, so the woodchuck one was very common. The next one that's very common, which I always really had a lot of trouble pronouncing. I think it's just the sound is is hard to pronounce in a row. She... I'm already like getting nervous. <laughs> she sells seashells by the seashore. It needs right. it needs all my concentration because they sound so similar. <laughs> it's so true that S and then the SH sound can really be difficult when you're saying them together. So that she sells seashells by the seashore. Oof. Yeah, not easy. <laughs> awesome. Let's move on to the next one. We have another one. This one. I don't know if I remember saying a lot as a kid. All right, so let's take a, a whirl at Betty bought a bit of butter, but the butter Betty bought was bitter. So Betty bought a better butter, and it was better than the butter Betty bought before. Nice. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We're learning we can do these a little better than I think we originally thought, so... I just have like post-traumatic stress from doing them as a child. Someone does it well, and then you're next, and then you really mess up, and you're like, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a lot of pressure on you as a kid. And it's I mean, true. as we all know, too, it's kind of pronunciation, especially when it's very difficult, is kind of a, a mind game, right? And so once you're already thinking you're going to mess up, and then you mess up, it's like hard to overcome that mess up. So every time you keep saying it, you always kind of mess up on that word in the sentence. It's easy to trick your brain that way to think if you're going to screw it up, you're going to go ahead and screw it up. Yeah. (laughs) So it takes full focus like we've been saying. That's true. So these ones are are kind of fun ones that you, you can play games of. But, you know, as Ian said, they're really good practice because they're really practicing that specific sound that we use a lot you know from the the s's and the b's and the the p's and the the w's so it's it's good 
for pronunciation, but it's kind of a, a fun way to learn it. Moving on to some more practical ones that you would maybe, you know, say in a sentence. These are some shorter, um, just full sentences, not kind of more rhymes or poems, tongue twisters. This first one, he threw three free throws, right? So it's kind of the th is, is all in a row, which is, is kind of, kind of hard to do but that's a sentence you would actually maybe say if you're watching a basketball game and he's throwing free throws and he threw three of them so you could actually in real life have to say that sentence <laughs> exactly this one's a bit more practical and this one i think would be especially tough for some of our listeners who are native spanish speakers because that th sound is mm -hmm. always difficult um, that's something i work on with all of my students pronunciation wise is really focusing on that th that tongue between the teeth sound right the mm -hmm. he threw three free throws that's not easy so again this, these ones are a bit more practical and at the top of the podcast i mentioned how a lot of these are used for maybe people who are professional speakers or politicians or singers performers these kind of shorter more practical phrases can really help them to warm up their voices to kind of stretch out their lips and their mouth so that they can prepare themselves to be talking for an extended period of time. So the next ones we read are going to be a little bit more for that use, I think, than for the the fun, see if I can get through the whole phrase without messing up kind of thing that we just explained. So another pretty practical one that is used for practicing, and again, a shorter one is, if you notice this notice, you will notice that this notice is not worth noticing. So we're, we're kind of having a variation of repeating that word notice. The next one is nine nice night nurses nursing nicely. So very, very similar sounds. Um, <laughs> some of these, you know, would be weird to say, but, you know, you could say nine night nurses nursing. So it's a little of an exaggeration of you actually saying all those words together, but you would often say some of those words together because there's no way getting around it. Exactly. Another one that's a classic one I've, I've actually heard a lot of performers use to, to practice warming up is, I like New York, unique New York. I like unique New York. <laughs> so this one's more of a, I think, it's really getting you to move your jaw around, to really use a, a lot of different, different sounds and things that really get your mouth moving and bigger and, uh, again, really getting yourself prepared to be talking for a while. Good warm up for, for your mouth. Yeah, no, true. And... I think in English, you know, as a lot of our listeners know, there's a lot of words that sound the same but are spelt different. We have we have quite a few of those, and so it gets particularly tricky when you have to say them together in a sentence. So this one, for instance, which, which is which, right? So which is asking a question, which is, you know, evil woman, <laughs> what is it, bruja? Uh -huh. in Spanish, yeah. uh, you know, like a Halloween costume. And then is which is, again, asking a question. So spelt different, but has the same exact pronunciation. So when it's put together in a sentence, not only is it hard to say, but it's like, what? <laughs> it seems as though you're saying the exact same word just over. Mm -hmm. And then when you read the actual uh, sentence itself, you see that we're really changing each word. It doesn't even, it's not even the same one. So these are ones where, like we said, you got to really pay attention. You got to really tune into what you're saying, which words you're using. 
But again, these are, in my opinion, these are fun ways to, you know, practice your pronunciation, especially those like TH sounds that we were talking about earlier. And again, it's a fun way to sort of get your mouth moving, get more accustomed to, especially the English language, but I guess whatever language you're learning, you could apply it in the same way. So I try to encourage my students to, to practice these at home, and we do these sometimes in class. So again, maybe not the most important part of the language to learn, but it's a really fun and kind of unique way to train yourself in that sense. So since we've gone over a few of them, should we try rapid fire to do the first two and see how we go? Let's do it. Okay. You kick us off. Oh, no. Okay. So <laughs> just so everyone remembers, I did the first one really well. As we increase the speed, I know that it will change very rapidly. Okay. Peter Piper picked a pick of pickled peppers, a peck of pickled peppers Peter Piper picked. If Peter Pepper picked a pick of pickled peppers where's the peck of pickled peppers peter piper pick all right <laughs> not bad not bad that was pretty pretty clean all the way through Whew, that was the all peck right. really got me yeah good job <laughs> <laughs> okay let's see if i can do the same for our woodchuck example from earlier okay how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood he would chuck he would as much as he could as and chuck as much wood as a woodchuck would if a woodchuck could chuck wood. Pretty good. See, that one, Little hiccup there. That one feels very, like, rhythmic. It's kind of, like, mm-hmm. makes you want to dance a little. Uh-huh. Yeah, so some of these two kind of have a sing-song feel to them as well. So, yeah, so as we mentioned here are just some examples we talked about today. There are hundreds more that we could go into. Um, but we'll leave that up to you listeners to find and to practice on your own. So again, practice your best, and uh, it'll be a great way to improve your pronunciation. So as always, again, thank you for listening, and go ahead and go online and check out that audio guide and transcript at www.dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Coffee with Gringos officially has over 100 episodes, and we are among the top podcasts in Chile. And that's thanks to you. But we're always working to grow our audience, so make sure to rate, review, and share us. 